Hi, this is Jeffrey Aaron, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Stay tuned with us today as we read a story we've just done with the American Airlines president of cargo, Rick Ellison. In a very special and revealing way, he talks to us about what does it take to be a great leader, or at least what does it take to be a leader in 2019? You might look at it that way. But overall, it's a remarkable candid, upfront, and personal interview. It's news that you can use right here. So stay tuned. And thanks for joining us. Flying Talkers podcast is brought to you today by your global sales force, ATC Aviation. For 30 years, one world, one global air cargo GSSA. ATC is your guide and your key to air freight markets, both local and international. For more information and the ATC experience up close and personal, go to www.atc-aviation.com. That's www.atc-aviation.com. And tell them Flying Talkers sent you. This is Jeffrey Aaron. While you're reading a book, it's also reading you or purportedly words once spoken by Hans Christian Andersen. And today they come to mind. It's the case of Richard Ellison, who served as president of American Airlines Cargo for the past three and a half years. We've spoken to Rick often about things, usually at a trade show, or even as we did recently during a short interview meeting inside American Cargo's new penthouse suite of offices at the gleaming new Skyview 8 headquarters building in Fort Worth, Texas. Usually, it's a battery of questions and answers as the interview goes on. But in this case, what you're about to read or hear addresses only one question. I asked Rick, what are the most important attributes of a leader? His answer was direct to the point and voluminous enough to serve as a course outline for an advanced air cargo management schooling. Rarely as a reporter do we experience this sort of volume and depth and fervor emerging from a business interview. Well, we're moved and at the same time inspired by these words and thoughts to continue our pursuit of the leadership series in Flying Talkers are very definitely on the boards. So listen to this. For many years, Rick Ellison said, I've made a practice of trying to identify leadership qualities in the people around me. I don't mean this in a judgmental or critical way, but I've looked for habits and practices that I might emulate and from which I will grow. I don't want to have to learn everything firsthand through my own trial and error process either. I found that if you're willing to look, there are wonderful teachers all around, even if unwittingly. And there are a great many leadership attributes that I have come to admire. Attributes like passion, authenticity, 
humility, and a vision rank high on my list. Of course, so does good communication skills and good managerial skills. I think of leadership and management as quite distinct, but I appreciate the need for both, and I don't believe either can be neglected if an organization is to thrive. Over the years, I've been fortunate to associate with effective leaders, Rick Ellison said, with differing levels of those qualities. None of them perfect individuals, but always striving to become better themselves. Add to that, on my list, desirous to lift and make others around them better. This means I have a long list of mentors in my life. As the American Airlines cargo team, we emphasize five leadership principles in particular. We don't generally talk about them in any particular order. One isn't more important than the other, but in my mind, there is a logical sequence or momentum to them. So here we run through the five leadership principles. The first Rick lists is caring. And this is what he says, quote, specifically caring about your fellow team members and more to the point, helping them to feel cared for. It isn't enough for me to sit quietly and think kind thoughts about my colleagues. Potential energy needs to be put into motion in order to unlock its value. One of the ways we do this at American is through recognition, a platform Jennifer Stelling, our Director of Marketing and Engagement, has championed for use across our team. It isn't top-down, but rather peer-to-peer. With a little modification, Jennifer came up with a way for us to use it for contracted employees. Recently, when I wanted to thank some team members for their dedication, for the long hours they're putting in, she encouraged me to do something different, to record a personalized video on my phone for each person and text it to them individually rather than sending an email. How cool is that? I said that, Rick didn't, but he meant it, I'm sure. 11 videos took me about a minute each to record. It may seem small, but we try very hard to be inclusive and treat third-party employees the same as any other team members. That is the kind of thoughtful approach to caring that is infectious, and I'm proud to say permeates and perpetuates a family-like culture of caring among our team at America. So the second leadership characteristic is collaboration. When you like your colleagues and truly value their input, Rick Ellison said, you're more likely to include them and collaborate. So if you're aligned in your cause, your purpose and your understanding of its relative urgency, you care about each other and you appreciate the contribution of your fellow team members then it quite naturally turns into great collaboration. Look, none of us have a monopoly on best ideas. I don't know if I've ever had the best idea in the room, Rick said, but I've contributed to some brilliant ones and I've implemented many. I can say with confidence that the proudest accomplishments in my career, crowning achievements, if you will, are ideas that originated with somebody else. 
Many examples immediately spring to mind. One thing that social science and design thinking has taught us is that ideas get better when you share them. Roger Samways, our VP of Global Sales, is a fantastic collaborator. It isn't because his ideas are terrible, but he genuinely enjoys including others in his ideation and decision-making process. The result is not only that initiatives become more thoughtful and robust, but they are more successful because of all the people responsible for implementation. They're involved and they invest along the way. I know American is not the only gigantic company where this is helpful, Rick says. It must be true at forwarders and other carriers as well. Here's what it is, Rick says. The internal support we get from across the broader American airlines, the talent we're able to attract, and the opportunities that we uncover are dramatically improved because of Roger's strength as a collaborator. Now, Rick Ellison says, let's talk about the third pillar, development. We can always improve, right? However, the effort, Rick says, to do so often gets sidelined because we're too busy doing our day job. When my father was my age, he went back to school to earn his PhD. He already had a degree from Caltech and Harvard, so what was more education gonna do for him? Well, I've grown up with his example of lifelong learning. Not to get existential here, but I'm convinced that when you stop growing, you start dying. One of the interesting things about deepening or broadening your knowledge is that not only does it make you smarter, but when you flex your mind in new ways or examine old problems in a new context, that's when you share what you're learning. It improves the way in which you interact with others. Great leaders do more than continue to learn and improve. They also recognize that core to their responsibility is helping others do the same. Recently, Chris Isaacs, our Managing Director of Revenue Management, introduced a learning platform to the team. He had seen it elsewhere and championed its implementation and adoption. With a click, it gives you the ability to share interesting articles, videos, or podcasts with others on the team. So if you follow Chris on this social learning platform, you can see what he's reading, watching, and learning. I can see that he recently read a Harvard Business Review article about writing more thoughtful out-of-office messages, watched a TED Talk about innovation, took a class on disrupting everyday biases, and read an email from Elon Musk describing his thoughts about management philosophy. Well, extend across the team of thousands, each sharing their thought and insights about what they're learning, and you'll find a rich experience that can be consumed in bite-sized chunks whenever you're ready.
So now we move to the fourth pillar, results. Quote, results matter, Rick said, and getting stuff done is the hallmark of great leadership. We have a lot of cool initiatives underway at American Airlines Cargo, but none of them matter if you're not living up to your commitments of today. If you've seen the film Free Solo about the ascent of El Capitan, that giant mountain Yosemite National Park, go watch it and then come back and finish listening to this. Well, you don't have to do that. I've got a little spin on that at the end of this talk. But Rick said, I spent a week with the director a few years ago, so I'm, I'm assuredly biased, but I love the film. And now he tells you why. At one stage, Rick said, Alex Hanold, the climber and star of the film, is practicing an insane move to get across the most difficult portion of the climb. With the smallest of toeholds, he has to push up against a small indentation just large enough for his thumb and then trade places with his other thumb while he kicks his leg out to find another hole. I should mention that he does all of this at 1,500 feet above the ground without a rope. So you're watching this portion of the film, you have to remind yourself to breathe. But what I find most interesting is that while it is the most difficult section, it's not the portion of the climb that he practiced the most. Sort of like the wise golfer who knows how to spend more time practicing putting. This part of the film that Alex focused on was the section at the beginning where he's only 500 feet into the climb. Okay, the lesson is if you fall off the mountain at 500 feet, you're just as dead as if you fell off at 1,500 feet. You cannot afford to be so distracted by what lies ahead that you neglect the problem at hand. That only ends up in disaster. There's the lesson. You must master the challenges in front of you right now. So I have two leaders who exemplify this trait. Dave Vance, our VP of Operations, and Tim Palaganoff, Director of Customer Care. There is an inseparable relationship between how hard we work for something and how much we value it. The harder we work, the more we care about it. And the more we care about something, the harder we are willing to work for it. Said another way, you care most about the people you serve the most. Look, that may sound like circular or pretzel logic, but I prefer to think of it as a virtuous cycle. I don't know where the cycle begins, but I know how much these two teams care about customers and I see how hard they work day after day without knowing what tomorrow will bring to meet our customers' needs. The result, Rick said, is that our operational performance at American Cargo is on a record-setting rampage. We have quite literally never operated as well as we are right now. How? It's an accumulation of the aforementioned qualities. We've talked about this, caring, collaboration, and development. They come together to work as a team with a collective ownership to GSD. That's shorthand, Rick's shorthand for get stuff done. He said it's inspiring for the entire team at a time when there are so many other distractions and demands on their energy to see the fundamentals so well cared for. We take immense pride in the operational achievements. Thank you.
Well, as we're heading for the last roundup, Rick Ellison hits number five and hits it square on the bullseye. The final attribution to great leadership, number five in this series, is future. Rick said, I was a Boy Scout, so being prepared is deeply ingrained in my psyche. The comforting news is I don't have to predict the future in order to prepare for it. Once upon a time, the companies with the smartest people or the greatest access to resources were the most successful in the modern economy. That simply isn't true anymore. Startups appear out of seemingly nowhere and with next to nothing disrupt established markets all the time. The most resilient companies, the enduring companies that are successful over the long haul are the companies that are the most adaptive and the most attuned to customer needs. Technology is at the core, but it isn't the force and not the focus. Technology is an enabler, while people and processes are and must be at the center of your long-term strategy. Jessica Tyler, just to us, is the VP of Strategy and Development at American Airlines Cargo, and she has an incredible passion for people. I watched her present a group of executives earlier last week, including the CEO, CIO, CFO, etc., about a massive technology project. In actuality, she spoke very little about the technology and a great deal about the way in which we are going to affect people's lives, team members and customers alike. With responsibility for long-term platform and business model development, as well as execution of today's technology imperatives, Jess remains steadfastly focused on people. That focus is what is defining our future and the way in which we will evolve and adapt to the needs of the market. No project, however futuristic, remains abstract when you're able to see what you're doing in those terms. Look, that's a very long explanation and may appear a bit self-indulgent, Rick said, but I hope to avoid platitudes and show you rather than tell you about the attributes I admire and which we are working hard to incorporate into our company culture. The truth is that each of these leaders exhibit all five of the leadership attributes mentioned, but I describe them in the way I did because I want to make one final point about diversity. We are at our best when we recognize, appreciate, and leverage the unique strengths that each of us brings to the table, as opposed to trying to accomplish feats alone or to force others to conform. People have always liked me better after meeting my wife. They think I'm funnier after seeing me with my friends, and they only see how capable I am when they get to know my team. However, you choose to slice this. We are better together, and we're happier when we're focused on the happiness of others. And I'd just like to add one last thought, Rick said. I love being part of such a great team. Thanks to Rick Ellison for a masterful and well-thought-out response to a very simple question. 
But a question all of us need to address and think about these days as we move forward in the air cargo business. Leadership. By the way, the movie he talked about, Free Solo, by Elizabeth Chai Vassarelli and her husband, world-renowned photographer and mountaineer Jimmy Chin. Well, that just won the 2019 Academy Award for Best Documentary. Mostly the film has had five stars from, from everybody, but this is what the New York Times said. Alex Hummels, that's the character who's doing taking the climb, the free solo climb up El Capitan should be celebrated as one of the greatest athletic feats of any kind ever. Okay, so what you need to do is go to nationalgeographic.com and let free solo keep the feeling going, taking to where Rick's writing has taken us right now. And for your time this time, until next time, this is Jeffrey Aaron saying, thanks for listening and keep them flying. Air Cargo. Goodbye. <laughs>